the greatest of all time, Tiger Woods, does it again. And I won't shy away from the fact that I proclaim that this is the twilight and the potential collapse of a historic career. But the man just keeps winning and surprising me over and over again. Everything, every time I think he's out, he goes and does something like this and just totally redeems himself. 82 wins, tied for first all time. Congrats, Tiger. But that week is over. This is about the WGC HSBC Championship at the beautiful Shishan International Golf Course. And the cut line is going to break this down, this last leg of the PGA venture into the Orient. But first, hello Canada, hello USA, hello Australia, and hello UK. Listeners new and old, welcome to the show. Welcome to the cut line. I am Michael Cavalunas at Lunas on Twitter. I want to give a huge shout out to Zach for filling in last week. I was caught up with some personal things and just wasn't able to do this show, but Zach did an amazing job. In fact... He nailed last week's tournament, made plenty of listeners plenty of cash, which is what our ultimate goal is for you. But as great as the show is with the 6K Maestro, he's unable to be here this week, so you get the sweet sounds of Lunas all by him lonesome self. And I'm going to do the best I can to make sure that you're building the best lineups for this weekend's tournament. I'll be sure to bring in timely wax, greenside, sand traps, and a putt that might drop in through your back door. The cut line wants to make sure that you have the lineups that are putting you in the best position to be in first in cash B-I-G. Wednesday now is always crunch time for my PGA builds, and even though I have my own ownership projections, I am always appreciating a valuable second opinion. The guys I used, Fanshare Sports. Fanshare Sports is bracing, embracing ownership, giving you accurate projections for a multitude of sports, not just golf, boys and girls. So for all you grinders out there, make sure that you take the time to sign up. And if you want to save a little money, of course you do, use the word CUTLINE in the discount code at the checkout to receive a 20% off your subscription. Ownership is not a leverage to be belittled. And as always, a special thanks to PGA and Fantasy National for all the stats they provide for golf fans and PGA DFS enthusiasts. Fantasy National is helping draftees create unique lineups based on key stats and analysis. Trying to figure out why you're struggling week in and week out? More than likely, it's because you're not considering Fantasy National. You're ending up in the wrong end of the flag stick, so I ask you, how are your lineups doing? So the PGA heads to China. And the WGC HSBC Championship is our tournament this week. Another no-cut event. So as always, we here at the Cut Line advise a smaller play of your bankroll. Except for you, Devo. That bankroll you got, flex it, baby. Flex it. It's your world. We are just living in it. The tournament is stacked with the best golfers in the world and some of the best international players as well. Past winners include Phil Sergio, my favorite. Keimer, DJ, Matsuyama, Mr. Justin Rose, and last year's champ, Xander Shoffley. And the Shishan International Golf Club is a par 72, stretching just a shade over 7,200 yards. This is, of course, where the long ball comes into play, but not necessarily an indicator of success here at the HSBC. Bent grass greens are typically cut very short 
and the putts are going to be on the faster side. Key stats that I am considering this week. Strokes gained tee to green, driving distance, approach shots, ball striking, putting, and birdie or better. This is a scorer's course. Look for a double-digit winner. And that will take us straight into our birdie or better segment. And we are going to start with the 11 to 10K guys. And I'm going to start off with my man, Rory McIlroy, at $11,700. First of all, first in driving distance in the last 50 rounds. Fourth in ball striking. Fifth in strokes gained tee to green. Sixth overall in my model. Now, he is going to be 23% owned. But I'm going to ignore that number this week simply because there's only 78 golfers in the field. And I know that he's got a 35% chance to be in the top 10. Look. 11,700 is a lot for a golfer, but there's not a lot to choose from here. Rory McIlroy is a stud. I think he's motivated. I think he's got a great chance to win this tournament. Going on, my second guy at 11K is Hideki Matsuyama. Now, I know what you're saying. Mike, you always complain about Deki being unable to win. And I agree with you guys, but it's just hard to look overlook many of the key stats here. First of all, Fourth overall in my model, in my private model. Second in strokes gained tee to green. Sixth in approach. And with the exception of driving distance and putting, he is in the top five or top ten of every statistical category that I'm valuing this week. Now, he is going to be highly owned. Of course, it's Deki, it's Matsuyama. He's cheaper than Rory. It's a pivot there. It's natural, but... I'm willing to bet, and I will bet this week that Decky is going to come out on top. My last 10K guy, Paul Casey. Now, it's getting a plenty of buzz in the industry, but we're looking at about 18% ownership. I don't care. He's first in approach, first in ball striking, and second in my own model. I'm looking forward to Paul Casey. I think, I think a, he had a great season last year, and I think he's just going to build on that. Um, I just think he could play better. So Casey is in play for me this week. So that is going to take us to the 9K range. And we're looking at my favorite guy, 9,700, Tony Finau. Looking at an ownership value of about 20.2%. And I'm also going to bet Tony Finau to win. He's not coming in as the top chalk, but he is going to be highly owned. I know I do think that number is going to elevate and increase throughout this week. Now, he was 59th at the Zozo, but 9th at the Shriner, so his recent form isn't necessarily strong, but it is trending in a positive direction. But what gets me off here on Tony Finau, first in my model, top five in all my stats except putting an approach, which in approach, he's eighth place overall tony finau two years ago was the dfs darling last year not so much i think we're going to see a strong season from finau he underperformed last year i'm most definitely going to take plenty of shares of tony finau this week my next 9k guy is adam scott in 9300 now we're always going to have to deal with the putter issues with adam scott i understand that but we are on smaller greens bent grass greens and now that's something that's key. Those small greens reduce that putting dish distance. And of course, though, Adam Scott struggles with the putter from any distance, but still, he's a guy I'm willing to take a risk on. Second in strokes gain in the par five, third in strokes gain approach, and ninth in strokes gain tee to green. 
Adam Scott is a player for this weekend's tournament. The last guy that I'm going to mention is one of my sleepers, okay? And this is where we're looking for leverage because we are going to eat a lot of chalks this week. But we're going to go with Burned Weisberger. Why do I like Burn Weisberger at 9,200 when most of you guys haven't even heard of him? Well, first of all, he's coming in in single-digit ownership. Right now, I have him at 8%, and that number is going down. Another reason why I love him, no stats are going to pop on any, on any PGA stat-generating website. So hopefully, he just stays off everyone's radar. Now, the strength that he has is in this international game, and all of his wins have been in those high-scoring-type tournaments where he's winning with negative 10s, negative 11s, negative 12s, negative 13s. So if you want risk, if you want to weigh it, burn Weisberger at 9,200, absolutely get him in your lineups, okay? Get him in your lineups. I, I love the guy. Last year at the Open, finished in 32nd. At the U.S. Open, finished in 76th, and at the Masters, finished in 24th. Okay, he sneakily made a name for himself. At the WGC Mexico, 30th in 2018. The w- uh, This uh, last year, I'm sorry, in 2017, at the HSBC, he was 9th. This guy has a history. He's going to be low-owned. You want leverage? He's your guy. He's your guy. So that's going to take us to our 8K range. And we're going to start off with Tyrell Hatton at 8,600. He was 8th in tee to green, 18th in driving distance, 15th in ball striking, 6th at the CJ Cup. So his recent form is there, which I like to see, especially with the top 10 finish. So Tyrell Hatton fits that kind of recent form mold, which, which is good to see. Now, he is going to be popular at 15%. He's not one of those sneaky plays necessarily in this range, but he is someone that you should consider just rostering in your lineups and going overweight on. Um, because of that recent form. Now, he's been great here in the last three years with the 22nd, 11th, and a 23rd finish here at the HSBC. So he's someone who has tournament history here that is very positive and trending in the right direction. The next 8K guy that I'm going to mention is at 8,400, Francesco Malinari. Ninth overall in my model. Fifth in ball striking. Fifth in approach. Fourth in strokes gained tee to green. As always with Molinari, putting is a major concern, but he's way too cheap at this price at 8400 And here's why. Another leverage play. Sub 10% ownership, single-digit ownership. I anticipate this number to go down because people are going to go elsewhere and look at different names like Billy Horschel. They're going to look at RCB. They're going to look at someone like Corey Connors, who I'm going to mention in a moment. But these are guys that they are going to be overweight on. They're going to be overweight on guys like Adam Scott, Patrick Reed, Tony Finau. This is where you can get Molinari at a cheap price, a discount price, and he's going to play four rounds. He's a scorer. It only makes sense. And, of course, the last guy is the aforementioned Corey Connors. 20% ownership, not ideal, but it's hard to pass up. Uh, Stat-wise, he's eighth in driving distance, eighth in ball striking, 13th in approach and 16th in tee to green. Now, why am I mentioning Corey Connors here? I'm not mentioning to play him. I'm mentioning him to be very cautious when you play him because he has no tournament history here. Okay. He's going to be very popular. Now, if you want leverage to the field at 18%, fading him might be a smart move in the 8K range. 
So going down to that 7K range, there are really only two golfers that I want to mention. The first one being Lucas Glover at 7,100. Now, why do I like Glover? He ranks fifth overall in my model. Okay, Fourth in approach, eighth in strokes gained par 5, ninth in strokes gained ball striking, ninth in birdies, 22nd in driving distance, 22nd in putting. All right. Need a little bit more information here on Glover? Easy. 37th at the Zozo, 39th at the CJ Cup, 9th at the Shriners. So we see him trending up here early in the season. Another thing I love about Connors, last year he was a gamer. Made the Tour Championship, finished 29th, but the 7th place finished at the BMW to guarantee himself an ability to play for that $15 million. It shows guts. It shows grit. I like Lucas Glover here at 7100 Best part, though, Glover is coming in at a very low ownership of a sub-6% in my projection model. So I'm loving Glover here. He could easily shoot up top 10 finish. He's got the ability. The next 7K guy that I'm going to mention is Ust Luton. And he's 16th and 28th in his two appearances here. Not the greatest putter on Bermuda, but it's something that at this price, if he can repeat those types of finishes, um, it's going to be solid. Now, one thing I don't like about him is that it is first tournament this season the last time we saw him was at the open championship in 2019 of course Luton plays over the pond so it's going to be a little bit different to see him here playing at the HSBC now the last guy I want to mention in the 6k range because we're going to go down there is Dishang John Dishang John Dishang Don uh I'm butchering his name uh <laughs> We'll try one more time. Zhang Dao. Zhang Dao for 6,300. 1% owned. Now, this 22-year-old Chinese golfer, he has two top 10 finishes on the Corn Ferry Tournament, and he has two wins, two career wins on the Corn Ferry Tournament. Now, he's always an up-or-down golfer, always an up-or-down golfer, especially with being 6,300. 52nd in my overall model so it's not like he's popping anywhere but i see a lot of value here just with his scoring ability and and and, and i like seeing that you are going to hope for a hot putter that is something you're absolutely going to hope for but the guy's young he's 22 years old and i like taking a shot and flyer on these young guys especially with someone who has this kind of upside last time we saw him last year on the pga he didn't have a finish above 51st so it is concerning He's going up against the best in the world. I think on the Corn Ferry, he's learned a lot, and he has the ability here to help you guys break some slates. So, simply said, Zhang Dao. Zhang Dao. Z-E-C-H-E-N-G-D-O-U. Woo! <laughs> oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. Well, that is a wrap. The cut line is over. A little short this week, but short and sweet. Still get you the wins. The CJ, uh, so make sure that you guys text your buddies that, uh, this tournament is locking up early Wednesday evening. Or don't let them know. Get some leverage against them. Doesn't matter to me. 
Some time off for the cut line as our next analysis won't come for a couple weeks as PGA Tour takes a slight break. Um, in the meantime, pay attention as we will soon be unveiling new features in our podcast. Deeper analysis and plenty of laughs for your listening pleasure. Um, Zach and I are working hard to get ready for this upcoming season in January, especially with our time off here. So, I'm Michael Cavalunas at Lunas on Twitter. Give us a like and a follow on iTunes. Good luck this weekend, boys.